Welcome back to another episode of All Dad Jazz. My name is Giovanni, your host. And a lot's been going down these uh, past several weeks. As I mentioned before, my parents did come over from Chicago, USA, to stay with me and my family for the past three weeks. And it's been a wonderful time. Um, So if you already follow me on my Facebook page, you will know that I'm hosting my first guest on the show. Without further ado, my dad. Hello, everyone. So in today's topic, we're just basically be highlighting everything that we've done together as a family, as well as give some insight to a man that's been a father for 34 years and a grandfather for almost five. So let's get into it. So uh, you and mom arrived here, and it was actually really exciting. It was her third visit, but your very first. Is that correct? That's correct, yeah. Super exciting. And have you ever been to Asia before? Never. First time. And uh, super exciting. The minute we landed, I was just in awe. And just the environment and everything else that came with it. Super excited. I mean, down to the last two hours of prawn uh, approach, I couldn't wait to land and just get started on the adventure. And of course, to see you and the kids, uh, so you know, of course, and so forth. Now, anybody who has ever visited Korea knows, well, depending where you've um, flown from, it's a pretty lengthy flight. <laughs> it's it's very lengthy. Um, for those that don't know, at least from Chicago, it took about, what was it, around 13, 14, 14, hours. Four, yeah. 14 hours. 14 hours. So kind of let that sink in, everybody, especially if you have kids. If you're a father, have two, three, multiple kids, traveling anywhere for more than maybe two hours, it's just a pain in the butt, yet alone 14 hours. You guys did it multiple times, you know, so. So... I have to ask, what are your first impressions of Korea, just in general? We could talk about food, we could talk about culture, maybe some things that have surprised you while you were here. I mean, overall, I think uh, they cater to the children here, right? I mean, uh, if you look at the lay of the land, I haven't seen more playground. <laughs> There's a, a playground every five feet, and uh, I mean, the walking trails and everything else here in Korea, it's just catered to the children and family. They embrace family here, and it's, it's very obvious. Um, not only that, the food is, is fantastic. Uh, people overall, uh, shy, yeah, and I get that, right? Super shy, but at the same time, super friendly in their way. Um, not being able to speak any Korean by any means, mm-hmm. uh, yet there's an unspoken language amongst sure. everyone here. You can see there's a friendly face uh, despite that. And I know that firsthand, only because I tried to... Uh, well, I was my uh, granddaughter's uh, taxi driver uh, via bike. I'm so glad you're bringing this up. I was, I was actually going to bring this up. Yeah, Go via ahead. bike uh-huh. uh, for, for the time I've been here and loved every second of it. I remember the first time I went out, well, Giovanni, of course, was navigating the ways, and I uh, followed. And then, uh, of course, we uh, ended up going to Jeju Island. So a week had passed since I attempted the, the ride on my own. Um <laughs> You went through every single point saying, Dad, are you sure you can do it? Yeah, I can do it. I can do it. Okay. You mapped it up for me and everything else. And then uh, what did I do? <laughs> the very first thing I did is stepped out the front door and made the wrong turn, leaving the house. That's right. Yeah. He went out the south gate when he should have went north. Right. But, you know, it was an That was the first mistake. It was. The second mistake was the silliest. Go ahead. Tell about the second mistake you did. Which one was that? When you encountered the man on the corner. Yes. So, yes. So, I... uh seen this gentleman, elderly gentleman, and I said, excuse me, but where's, where can I find Il- Ilsan Station? 
So he pointed in the direction opposite of where I was going. I said, no, that's not right. It's over here. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I've been here a couple of weeks. I know. <laughs> There's a local who's piped living here his whole life. Probably. He mm-hmm. must have been 70 plus years of age. Right. So long story short, you know, I'm waiting for my daughter to get to school at least by 930. So that way she can have snack time and kind of unwind before her classes start. And time's just ticking. And I'm thinking, where the hell is my father? Where's my daughter? What's taking so long? I'm messaging my wife. What time did Dan leave? He's not here yet. And she responded, he's not there? I'm like, no. Did he get lost? He must have. Mm. And so what happens is finally, my dad sends me a picture of a mega coffee in Korea saying, I'm here at a mega coffee. Now, obviously, people here living in Korea know that there's a mega coffee on every corner. Mm. Like a Starbucks throughout, or a Throughout McDonald's, the entire right? country. Absolutely. Yeah. So I knew right away that that wasn't going to help me. And it was just a pain in the butt because every time we would try to reach each other over Kakao Talk, which is their messaging service, he was relying on unstable Wi-Fi. He didn't properly connect. He didn't go to any five cafes or on each block to kind of just help on their free Wi-Fi. But when all was said and done, you know, 10, 15 minutes later, we were able to figure it out. I knew exactly where he was once we actually FaceTimed. And he got to, uh, he got to school 15 minutes late. It wasn't too bad. No, nobody really cared about that. But I just thought that was, I thought it was pretty funny. I forget it this way. If you're going to get lost, get lost in Korea. Mm-hmm. You know, it's super safe here. It truly is. Yeah. And it's an adventure. No real serious threats here. One of the safest places. There are no guns. Guns are strictly prohibited. Hard drugs like that. Obviously, that's a big no-no. You'll be imprisoned for life. Possibly maybe executed. No, I'm just kidding. This isn't China. <laughs> um, but little things like that. What are your thoughts about... Uh, I know I touched base on this on another episode... Um, oh, I'm sorry. I touched base on this in a previous podcast I was a part of, uh, Four from On One. We talked about the do's and don'ts in Korea. And one of them was drinking and driving and how that's a big no-no. What were your thoughts on that when I told you? I mean, that's pretty intense. Mm-hmm. And everybody abides by it. I mean, we went out for dinner. Uh, actually, it was a lunch. Right? It was a lunch, it, for, it was a lunch. Uh, to meet my brother-in-law and sister-in-law. Right. That's so it was, right. A, it was a brunch. So it was early in the day-ish. And... Uh, and yeah, so everybody, with the exception of me, you know, had drove. So we were there, and they, uh, of course, the first thing was, do you want mechchu? Mechchu is Korean for beer. That's right. Uh, he learned a couple words. Again. Absolutely. He learned a couple things. Beer being one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, so um, it was, uh, you know, it was, it, so yeah, of course I said yes. I had the opportunity to sell, but then we offered uh, Giovanni's father-in-law, and uh, he, of course he said, no, I'm, I'm driving, I can't. And uh, ditto for his brother, uh, brother-in-law, right, mm-hmm. Giovanni's brother-in-law, and he said the same. So yeah, they honor it. And uh, I get that. And uh, for the simple sake, this, you know, that's where we kind of lack in the U.S. I think that's something we could embrace. And uh, there'd be a lot of less deaths per year, you know, via, you know, car accidents due to alcoholism. But, uh, yeah, total respect. I mean, that's hard to do. I mean, I, I think because, you know, a lot of the food here the, is, you know, it pairs nicely with a nice good beer or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Or, or mech, was it mechchu? That's the other one? Soju. Uh, soju. Soju and, and mechchu. Yep. So, uh, Total respect for that. That's again, that was that was new to me. It kind of just seems impossible to have any type of Korean food without alcohol to accompany it, especially because yeah. the Korean beer is just so light. It's really light. Um, soju, I just don't play around with it too much. For me, it kind of just tastes like uh, not like peroxide, but like it just has like that burning sensation when you Penicillin drink it. Type it of thing. It's just it just it's awful. Yeah, to me, unless you pair it with another own. beer or some sort to kind of mask it. But other than that, yeah, I feel the same way. I'm not a huge fan. But it's super popular. My dad and I were big fans of wine. If yes. you are a wine drinker yourself, it's not very common uh, to have wine with your food. It doesn't really match. It really doesn't go hand in hand. You can't have a nice Merlot with like a Sundae Guk. It just wouldn't make <laughs> sense. No. 
Um, wine has yet to kind of make a, a scene on the Korean Peninsula. Um, unless, obviously, if you're having like Western dining, French, Italian, things like that, obviously you can uh, order a bottle of wine. For me, I'm kind of a stickler when it comes to red wine. I don't like it chilled. In every single restaurant, nine times out of ten, they bring you a chilled bottle of wine. And I just, I can't do it. I find myself having to cup the sides of the glass just to warm it up using the heat of my hands. And I just kind of make a big stink about it. Um, but that's just for another episode we'll talk about. Yeah. What I actually want to jump into, since again, this is uh, called All Dead Jazz, we do talk about, you know, being a father. I kind of wanted to talk about life before marriage. Now, you and mom, you've been married for about, what, 30, 36 years 36 now? 36 years, yes. 36 years, that's... that's that's a long time. Yes, that's it a is. really long time. It's a few weekends. That's <laughs> a few weekends. <laughs> yeah, my wife and I, we've been married. We'll be going on uh, five years, five years this September. Um, my wife and I, we were only together for about six months. I think six months before I proposed. No, five months, excuse me. Yep, men in December got engaged on Mother's Day in May of 2018. Uh, I'm sure you and mom were together much longer. Is that right? Yes, we were. About four years. Four years? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. See, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. At school, college, right? And mm-hmm. then uh, we kind of took a summer apart, so to speak, right? I went off to uh, Texas, I think it was, for, for the summer. Okay. And then I ended up coming back and then kind of reconnected. And then, uh, yeah, four years had passed since. And then we uh, decided to get engaged and, uh, yeah, married. And of course, oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, sure. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. So you guys just wanted a break, kind of? Well, just, you know, yeah, for the most part, because we were, we were good friends, uh, you know, for the most part in school. It was uh-huh. nothing serious. Uh, we had, I had asked her for, for lunch. She accepted. Uh, but at the same time, there was no commitment. Right. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I think she even had a, a boyfriend off and on at the time. So, again, just a friend. Uh-huh. And then so I left uh, to Texas for, for, again, the summer. But then I just some, called me back home to Chicago. And uh, again, you know, everything happens for a reason. So I got home and then sure enough, called her up after about, about a month being home. And uh, just wanted to ask her up for a date and she accepted and, and off we went from there. You know, so you didn't connect at all while you're in Texas because they didn't have texting or right. internet then, right? Maybe no letters. You, you weren't home. You weren't home, right? So sure, yeah, yeah. So sure. it was kind of those things back back then. Wow. So yeah, so that's how it went. So yeah, there was zero zero communication between at that time, but yeah, that's you know, hey, that's just what it is. When it's meant to be. It's meant to be. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, wow. it's, it's been our life. That's nice. Mm-hmm. And so after you guys got married, obviously, when did you realize that you wanted to have your first child? Was well, it planned? Well, I mean, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, wouldn't say planned, planned, but at the same time, it, it, uh, it was kind of like we were married. Uh, what two years after? Yeah, two years after we were married, two and a half years, uh, you came along, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, at the same time, we were super happy when we when we got the news. Uh, it was kind of one of these things where a lot of her, her friends and things were getting married and, and having children. Oh, so again, yeah. it wasn't one of these things where, hey, we want to be part of the pack. Sure, None sure. That. Okay. But it was more like it's that time of year, the tight time of life, right? Okay. Um, so yeah. But no, not necessarily planned, but yet not uh, not a huge surprise. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure if you know the real story of when we found out. Um, our, our first daughter, Sophina, she, she wasn't planned. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually were planning our wedding that year. And that alone was a lot of pressure. I don't know how, if you were involved with your wedding planning at all. I mean, obviously, you were you were part of our wedding planning. It just right. seemed 
I don't want to say overkill, but I just felt like I just wanted something just small. Yeah. If I could have just had my way, I would have just had like a nice travel wedding. Right. At least like in Florence somewhere. Yeah. Just something nice. That was beautiful there. It, it's it's breathtaking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we had all this kind of going on. And, you know, at this time, you know, So Young was kind of feeling homesick a lot. This is her first time kind of living anywhere outside Korea because we were in Chicago at this time, I should note. And uh, it was just kind of just one thing after another. And then when we found out, obviously, she was just really excited. I kind of wish I shared that same emotion, but I was actually the opposite. I was I was afraid. I was really terrified. I wasn't angry, but I was just kind of upset because I just felt like all this pressure was just on me. Like, we can't have kids now. We're, <laughs> we're, giving, we're planning for a wedding. I want it at least because me, I'm, I'm kind of selfish. I was very selfish. And automatically, I thought, here, this is a world traveler who just came home. He wanted to start a life. He wanted to do all this planning, go on a nice honeymoon, and maybe take his wife all over the place. And I knew this was just going to just end all that. And I couldn't see it that way at the time. So I remember just, like, collapsing into a ball on the floor. Like, I'm not ready. I can't do this. I can't be a father yet. And to this day, like, my wife just gets really pissed at my reaction. (laughs) And I feel terrible because I don't know what I would do without my daughter now. Like, I'm I'm so glad she's here. Like, I, I have no regrets about it at all whatsoever there's a whole lifetime to travel and see the world like none of that matters and it just took me a while for me to realize that and i don't know if you recall the time that we actually surprised you and mom it was uh, mother's day again right absolutely yeah it's something's only going down on mother's day uh you want to tell the story no but i love the way you kind of introduce it to us i'm a big fan of surprises yeah i love secrets my wife on the other hand does not like secrets. So when I asked her, hey, can we please just keep this to ourselves? Don't tell mom and dad. I'm going to prepare this big surprise for everybody. We're going to have all of our grandmothers there in attendance. I want it to be big. I want the reaction to be priceless. Thanks, Philly. She went along with it. Do you want to tell the rest of the story? Yeah, I mean, best of my memory, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it was uh, really nice the way they uh, did it. Uh, we were went out for uh, Mother's Day brunch at a, yes. at a restaurant, a gorgeous patio setting. So... Kind of just set this, this you know, the, the the environment for the next words here, but uh, so they had presented uh, Lisa, my wife, with uh, a scratch pad, right? Scratch card. Yeah, whatnot. it was like one of those like fake uh, lottery, lottery cards, right? lottery scratch scratch yeah. cards. Yeah. So yeah, she was it was like almost oversized in nature, right? So so anyway, so she was scratching along, scratching along, and you are going to be oh, something. What did it say? Yeah, Ma was scratching it as it went along. It, you you scratch like three things. It says, "Oh, you win a prize." Scratch the grand prize section, and as she's scratching it, we're talking in the background. It's slowly revealing we're having a baby. That's it. Yes. And as Mom is scratching it away, she's just saying like, "No, no," <laughs> and she's scratching faster. No, 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 and she's like, "Ah," and she starts jumping up, like, "Ah," waving her and of hands around, and I. I stand up and I shot the top of my lungs. I'm like, you're going to be a grandma. <laughs> and the whole place, everybody on the balcony just started to applaud. I mean, everybody. Everybody maybe, started applauding. Probably 100 people there were all in on just applauding. On oh, sure. It, it really was just a magical moment. Dude. Super nice. And I started to cry. You started to cry. I, see, I started to cry. I and then you yeah. stood up. You're like, bottles of champagne. Let's yeah, go. Crazy. It's a celebration. <laughs> and it was like the coolest. It was the coolest moment. I remember his grandma saying, uh, "I don't know how much, how many, how many people, how many bottles this guy was bringing, but I don't know what you tipped him, but <laughs> he deserved it. It just kept coming, it just kept coming and coming. Such such a great time, though. That was really fun. Yeah, it was a really fun time. And the party continued back at our place. Remember? Yep. And then we called my my brother. Yeah. We let him know that he was going to be an uncle. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a damn good memory. It really was. Yeah. Amazing time. 
So let's fast forward, you know, all these years later. I, uh, I have two kids now. Again, we just revealed I have younger brothers, so you, you raised two sons yourself. Mm-hmm. Did you ever want a daughter? Did you, did you always did. know that two was going to be your final number? Or would you, no, did you ever we, want... we didn't always think that. No. For the most part, we thought, you know, boy, girl, much like you were blessed with. Sure. Yeah. So, but, you know, at the same time, we said, you know, we'll, we'll take what the good Lord gives us, right? Well, mm-hmm. If it's two boys, it's two boys, and that's what we decided. Um, but, yeah, we always would have loved a, a daughter, but when we got that so young, right? Sure. So it's... Uh, we received it anyway. We still won. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, and then with, you know, Safina being, you know, just the beautiful little granddaughter that she is, and then little Gianna. So, mm-hmm. no, no, I'm still blessed, and we're, we're grateful for what we have yeah. today. What would you say was probably one of your biggest obstacles you, you faced as a young father? Did you have any, obviously, any obstacles? Maybe one kid versus two kids? Was there anything that kind of just, no. you just felt like, gosh, like, Sometimes the world could just be too much at times. No, I mean, I got to say, you guys, you, you and your brother Fabian as, as young you know, babies uh, were easy for me. And your mother, I mean, you were really easy, I mean, for the most part. I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong. We, you know, I'm a brand new father. Everyone's scared. No one's ready for father. I don't care what you say. You're never ready for father. Mm-hmm. You become ready, right? And uh, and that's kind of what it is. And you, and uh, everything went well, right? And then for the most part, I mean, for me, I think at the time I was in retail. And then I was working, you know, 80-hour weeks. Hmm. And the thing that hit me most was the fact that, you know, I wasn't home as much. And then when I ended up leaving retail and going into the corporate world, and then I started to travel. <laughs> I remember that. Right? Remember that? And yeah. So every little city I went to, I did all these little tchotchkes back home to you guys. Yeah. keychains. Yep. So I try to make, you know, fun for it. But if anything, it's just, if I had any regrets, it's just I wish I traveled a little less. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you saw I gave you guys quality time the minute I got home. Yeah. There are basketball games and all that. Right? Yeah. But We so, used to make home videos. Right. I remember that. We used to have home. I, I started crying out just thinking about it. Put the chef hats and all that. Yeah, we used to make home videos, and then uh, yeah, we had a little tent. Yeah, we used to have like, a, like we'd do like camping nights in tents. <laughs> or yeah, we'd play the little the cheap scoreboard on on the door that would hang on the door. Right. I remember that. Yeah. No, we we had the biggest room in their first home they were bought did? at Elmwood Park. You're, you're yeah, house Maybe it was big because I was so small. No, no, no. It, it felt like it was huge. You guys had the bigger room than we had, you know, than our room, and we had yeah. the master room. Yeah, no, we give you that on purpose. Yeah, but yeah, it's the quality. It's not the quantity of time. Sure, you just much like you. I mean, you're an amazing father. You, you really do. You, you went so young. Your parents are amazing. As we sit here for the past couple of weeks, we see it firsthand, right? Yeah, your world is the children, and and it's, it shows. And you guys are great. And uh, yeah, so you're doing the same thing. Plus, plus everything we did, right? So, kudos to you both. Thanks. Yeah. Well, now I gotta ask. You know, so now that. Uh, we, you know, do have kids. You're, you're a grandfather now, and how mm-hmm. does that compare to being a dad? How, how do you like being a grandfather? Or yeah, do you notice, it. like, any differences? It's like a backseat dad, so to speak, right? Kind of. Kind yeah. of, right? Yeah. But, I mean, but at the same time, the love is double. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you know, you love your children to death, and now you've got your product of your children's uh-huh. there. So, of course, you love them, you know, quadruply. So, that's why I look at it, right? So, every time I see Gianna, I see you. Mm-hmm. I see Safina, of course... You never had a daughter, but I still see you because she <laughs> still emulates she, you. She's all me. She is. Attitude. Attitude. The angry faces. <laughs> not a morning ears. person. <laughs> yeah. She's not a morning person at all. She doesn't wake up, with you know, like Gianno does, just Gianno's ready to go. He's all, all his mom. Mr. Right? Sunshine. He's Mr. Sunshine. Wakes up with a smile. Sophie gradually needs, like, the first three to four hours to herself in the morning, like a morning reflection, right? right? Self-reflection time. Yeah. It's definitely a gift, and then we're blessed, really are, and we're blessed to have uh, 
fellow, you know, in-laws, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, in your case, they're, they're beautiful people, caring people. So, I mean, you couldn't ask for more. Anything uh, any parent wants is just for their sons, daughters to be just well, and that you are. So we feel content because of it. You know, we feel like we won because you won, mm-hmm. and vice versa, right? Right. Yeah. And now, we look forward to the day that eventually, you know, if you decide to come back to the States, then we look forward to that. Finally being together as a family again with a brother, right? Because it's right. been, what, since 2012? We haven't been together as a family. All living together in the same state? Right. Or just yeah. together? Yeah. More or less. State. Probably about 2011. Uh, May, maybe. Yeah. I know I just graduated by that time. And so it's been. It was doing its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. So we look forward to that day. And yeah. as a grandfather, you know, having a son that's married to, you know, a, a Korean, mm-hmm. a Korean national, somebody mm-hmm. who's in a, a culturally different interracial marriage. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it hurts having to share grandkids across the world, right? Of course it does. Of course it does. But obviously yeah. now that the, the world is a smaller place with Zoom and technology, I'm sure it doesn't really uh, affect us that much. As much. I mean, it right? still hurts. Yes, it's killer. It's killer. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it's, it's, it's awful not seeing each other for, I mean, what we saw you, what, six months ago when we came right. to visit Chicago? But prior to that, right. when was the last time we were together? Uh, what was it? 20... Probably a couple of years, yeah. I right? Because I, I left... Oh, the girls left first in 2020, so by that right. time it was already like three years, or right. two and a half years by that time. Yeah. So that kind of, yeah. It's it, it does hurt, you know, but at the same time, you know, you can't be sad, but you got to be just happy that we were together, you know, and be grateful that we can do it, mm-hmm. you know, in yeah. a position to do it. Right. That means a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, unfortunately, technology. If it wasn't for, oh, it was back in the old days when sure. you were growing up and you had to rely on a letter or something mm. crazy like that. It would be horrid, mm-hmm. you know. But fortunately, all the genius minds out there to make it, you know, possible to do what we do in terms of Zoom or you know, cacao and things of that nature. It's mm-hmm. it's a blessing, you know. It really is. And just kind of one final note: if there's anything that you would kind of suggest, maybe for dads that are expecting their first child or. Dads with uh, newborns, do you have any advice for them? Because I know, I don't know about you, like mm-hmm. I, as, I'm a bookworm mm-hmm. and I'm a planner. And as you mentioned before, you can't really plan for fatherhood. It just happens. You just kind of go with the flow. Mm-hmm. I must have read maybe every single book there was. But I feel like in the end, it just did not help. <laughs> so I, I mean, for me, I don't really recommend it. I read, you know, what to expect when you're expecting for dads or, hey, dude, you're going to be a dad. It's just, it wasn't for me. I didn't feel like it appealed to me. Yeah. What are your thoughts? What's the best advice you can give to, to new dads? You just love your children. And for the most part, gonna, you know, there's, there's going to be some rainy days. These kids are going to wake up cranky, crabby. Uh, you may lose your job along the way. Uh, you know, life may happen along the way. But you know what? You just you know, fall on nine times, you get up ten. And you just keep pushing, keep giving. As far as the kids, you know, they're always listening, they're always watching. So just remember that and try to be, mm-hmm. be the best example for them regardless, you know. Mm-hmm. In terms of the way you treat them, others around you, uh, honestly, they're watching. Um, and at the same time, just you know, show them, be the best role model for them, and uh, just don't give up. Just just keep pushing, and just remember the whole reason you were blessed to have those children, to you. You know, mm. um, honestly, it's as simple as that. You just gotta just keep pushing. Sound advice. Yeah. From a father. Thirty six years. Thirty six years. Yes. Wonderful. Well, I think it's safe to say that we can end the episode here. It's been a pleasure having my mom and dad here with my family. 
Um, they do leave tomorrow back to the U.S., another long 14-hour flight, <laughs> but they don't have kids with them, so they can just read or watch movies, take a nap, right. and enjoy their uh, solitude, I guess, <laughs> enjoy their, their peace and quiet, so... Yeah. No, they, they earned it. They they worked hard raising my brother and I. So. No, but at the same time, it's been a you know memorable trip. I'm mm-hmm. glad we were to come out and visit. You know, I enjoyed every second of it. Yeah, it's a little busier than what I'm accustomed to. You know, yeah. glass of wine sitting on the couch, right? Sure. But yeah, I loved every second of it. It was great seeing the kids. You and so young, you know. And I look forward to the day again that we're back together again for the longer times. Absolutely. Hopefully, uh, maybe by next Thanksgiving. Right. I'm thinking yeah. next Thanksgiving, if all goes well, if I, once I do return home next year, mm-hmm. I'll make my way out with, with Fabian. So, yeah. Cool. Well, if you uh, have listened this far, I do thank you. Thank you for following me and listening each week. If you haven't already, check out all my socials, which can be found on my link tree. We'll give you access to my Facebook page, Instagram, as well as my YouTube channel, where I upload every single episode. Give me some likes. And as always... Stay tuned for next week. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Ciao.